Slapshot Regatta, welcome back to another podcast. Our guest today, a man who needs no introduction, trying to make up for his horrible performance last year on the podcast. It's Mr. Neil Cortez. Nikki, what's going on? Having a good time, having a good time here. So, Nikki, thanks for coming on. First of all, uh, we like to get we like to get right into it on this show. Uh, so, you and Beef had a pretty good matchup. Came down to Monday Night Football. Take me through that matchup. It was a horrible matchup. To, to like just preface this, you have what previously what the number two and like five ranked two teams in the league putting up horrific numbers. Just nobody came to play. For my team, but I think the moral of the story here is I can't pick a quarterback to save my goddamn life. Which Andy's been nightmare. trying to tell you that in his I defense. Need, but here's the thing. It's not like um, quarterbacks aren't scoring. I'm just not picking the right one. Right. It's just like I picked Burrow twice. Burrow twice over superstars. And then I'm like, all right, Matty Stafford. Like everybody loves him. I'm giving him a shot. And then he just shits the bed. 13 points. Real nice, while Tannehill, the Greek god himself, put up 36. And it went off, and that would have been the difference right there. You would have won, Nick. It's a nightmare. And then uh, Elliot, just that, that would – you know what? I, I'm so sick of that goddamn team. I'm so glad they lost, but it was just like looking at them. Like they put up so many points when I don't need them to. And then the one time I'm like, all right, let's see what happens here. That fucking – Bull of a piece of shit with his the, the nose ring. He looks horrible. Uh, I hate him. He so, looks like an asshole. So horrible. what? What are your feelings on that situation? I know some people were thinking, oh, even even with Dak out, you know, Ezekiel Elliott will still get a lot of points. But clearly, last night, all they do, they just sell out on the run, so he has nowhere to go. So it might be some tough sailing for you there. Now nah, we'll be fine. And and Nick Chubb out. Ball. And Nick Chubb out for a few more weeks. Chase Edmonds yeah, had that one good week, but he doesn't really seem to be doing much. I don't we'll know. See what happens. We'll be fine. Thank you. I might. I might send you a few trade offers. Uh, but yeah, three and three. That takes you to three and three on the season. Feeling um, good. No so problem. If the season ended right now, you would be in the playoffs. So nothing to panic about. Uh, but yeah, beef. Get get back on the winning track. Um, same thing I said last week uh, when Dan Trod's team put up a pretty low number and won. It's good to see sometimes the teams that have been having these big weeks. Sneak a W in there. So good for beef. Sorry for Nikki, but hey, no big deal, buddy. Uh, next up, we have. Were you just cheering for teams that scored a lot of points? In so, what world do we cheer for teams that score a no, lot no, of no, points? No, no, no. So what I'm saying is, when te- like teams that like like teams that are good in the league, like week in and week eight, week out, that are usually putting up like 130, 140, like a bunch of points. When they have a dud of a week, it's nice to see them like get a lucky win. You know. I'm not on that side, but carry on. Well, I didn't ask you to be. Next up, we have Andrew versus Dan Trod. And Andrew, who guaranteed, coming off, I think, two losses in a row, guaranteed a win this week versus Dan Trodden and a week next week versus me. But we'll start with this week. Focus on this week. Dan Trodden's team pretty dismantled. Uh, No Alvin Kamara, obviously. No Josh Jacobs. His first-round pick, his second-round pick missing. Um, And he was starting rookies. Uh, he had a lot of people on by, but he still managed to pull off a W because of that nice little DeAndre Swift pickup, St. Joe Prep. But Andy, it's it's tough to see a guarantee go go this horribly wrong. It's brutal for him, but like y- Yoni Bops, he, he's a fab for a reason. Like just will put up numbers when needed. The, the guy's in first place, and 
just looking at Andy, Andy's begging for a trade, wants me to give him digs. Rodgers puts up three. Like, I, I think I would have jumped off a bridge if I had made that trade and that was the result of it. But, yeah, I wonder, I, mean, if that, I wonder if that window's closed now. I know Andy was trying to move. Smash it. Yeah. That, good for Yoni. He was trying. Yeah, yeah, honestly, good for Yoni. Another solid week. Um, he'll get his studs back moving forward to this, but um, anytime you have your two best players on by and you still get that W. And it was funny. He had a little, like, snide comment for Andrew, which you don't see every day. You don't see I Dan. You don't I see Dan. You don't see Mr. Trotten giving Andrew Tullio much uh, attitude very often. So that was nice to we, see. We almost got angry Andy back, and I was oh, cheering for God, him. God, we might have to shut the league down if we get that. But Andrew, Andrew, that's that's the second loss in a row, and that's Dan's fourth win in a row. Um, so huge, huge week for the Fabs. Uh, need need a bounce back from Andy. Um, see if he still tries to move Rogers this week. But I'm thinking that ship might have sailed. Next up, we have my matchup. Went down to Amar, uh, put up just a pitiful number. My team's pretty horrible. I wanted to address, I said I was going to address this on the pod. Here we go. I went back and listened. Well, I had this, I didn't actually find it myself. I had the stats department send me the clip of my reaction to the trade. Now, first off, I have to say, since I do this podcast, I have to put my opinion out there. But I prefaced it. I have I have a quote written down. I prefaced it by saying, I have no idea what I'm talking about when it comes to fantasy football. And obviously, this trade could end up working out better for Amar than it does for Nick. But the value, the value does not seem like it was there. I think that trade could have got done without having to give up Patrick Mahomes. So I think Andrew and Amar are trying to make this whole rivalry thing. Now, I did, I did make fun of Amar a little bit. So he made me eat my words this week. He pounded me. Pounded me into the dirt. My team's horrible. But... This whole Sosa Maguire rivalry, that talk might need to settle down a little bit. I, I am I am here for it. I, I, I've never been like You want the you want the rivalry. I love the rivalry. I want to spit Namor's face. It just after the, the little matchup we had and he started chirping me at the end, oh game one. I want everyone to have a rivalry against him and we just go to town. Well, great. do you know at in basketball camp when they were younger, before they knew each other, Dan Trodden and Alex Marzullo got in a little shoving match during the game. I'm aware. I think I heard something like this. Yon, I, I, if I were you, I would, I would build up that anger and go right at him. Wow. So, jeez. So you have a rivalry with Amar and Booze now. I mean, me and Booze is, is for other reasons. It's in real life. Yeah. I feel like it, it pours over. Now, he, I'll, have to, I'll have to tell him this because he obviously won't listen to this episode, but I'll have to find Booze out some other wouldn't way. even sniff this episode. Yeah, he, he's not. He's gonna, this is going to be a hard skip for him. He'll probably listen to the Ropa update and then call it a day. True. But true, true, true. for me, it's, it's my second week in a row with a goose egg, and I, and I had two of them. It's just embarrassing. The, the only thing I could take from it is Kenyon Drake finally like had a, a breakout week, so – that's that killed me. I thought I was going to be able to steal some shit from him, and of course, yeah. two rushing touchdowns. Yeah, Chase Edmonds is a—he's a flash in the pan. He's done for. Um, and Amar, good for you. Trades for Julio Jones, and did anyone else he traded for? Cream Hunt. We'll see what happens with Cream Hunt, but Julio Jones has his his breakout game as as he trades for him. So good for him. See if he gets Just uh, lost his tight end. Yeah, we, he has Hunter Henry, so. That was another reason of of the trade I didn't understand, but we won't have to we we don't have to get into that again. But uh, he's got he's got um Fogel, so see if he gets involved. Obviously, having AJ Brown back is big. But Amar is right. You win the league on the waiver wire. Miles Gaskin season. 
Next up, we have a huge high-scoring matchup between Booze and Chugs. Booze, who we called out last week for not putting up many points. Finally has a pretty big week with 129, but Chugsy with the 163 just shut him right up. What a shame. That's a shame for Booze. Oh, no. A 39 spot from Justin Jefferson, who Ron picked up off the waiver wire two weeks ago. Booze with his own goose egg of a moan. Oh, I just had a stroke, sorry. Booze with his own goose egg of a moan. And McCole Hardman. And with, uh, what's his face? He lost Michael Gallup basically is useless because Dak Prescott's hurt. He lost Miles Sanders to an injury. Who knows how long that will be. So we'll see what Booze does. Obviously, he's going to start getting a little desperate. His kicker puts up. RB1 numbers week in and week out. His kicker and defense had incredible numbers. Yeah, but look at Ron's. Ron had Tucker and Pittsburgh who pretty much went stride for stride with him. So. True, true, true. That yeah. flex position just took a mean shit on Booze's chest. Oh, my Love God. Justin Jefferson, yeah, he went off, uh, which is wild to see. You just, like, if you would have – like, Kirk Cousins is so bad, but he's producing two good uh, fantasy receivers right now. So he's got to ride that out. And then a lot of people made fun of the – Ronald Jones draft pick when it happened, and then they signed Fournette, so we thought he was going to be useless. He's been so solid week in, week out. One thing we got to look at, though, Ron, that Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, the the Le'Veon Bell pickup. I don't expect – I mean, who knows? We'll see what happens, but just something to keep our eye on. I hope Le'Veon gets shot in the face. Like, Christ, I'm I'm cheering for you, Ronnie. Like, I got him. With, like, an actual bullet? Like – Sure, anything. I, I don't give a shit. Just blind him. Like, I, I need that guy to get the hell out of here. He's just hanging on to the league way too long. Get out. Oh He's going to mess everything up for people. But, yeah, again, check out that 39 spot from uh, Watson. It's just incredible to put up 39 from your quarterback and still get the big effing fat loss. 39 from your quarterback, 20 from your kicker, 15 from your defense, and you lose. Tough That's one. Tough one for Boozy. And if you just look at his bench, it is a graveyard right now. We'll see what happens with Michael Thomas. Obviously, he got like in a fight, but he should be healthy. So that could be a, a nice little joke for him. But we'll see. Chugsy second place. Booze ninth place. Um, and to wrap it up, we had Cole versus Sesk. Sesk falls to one and nine. I mean, what the hell am I saying? One and five, which... It's just, it's just hard to see this. Uh, a week low, 82 points. He's just got nothing going for him in real life either. He's just nothing to look forward to, nothing going on. He actually said to me, he said to me before Sunday, he said, Cole's running backs could potentially drop like 40 on me. He probably meant combined and not Derrick Henry getting 40 points, a running back getting 40 points by himself. Ridiculous. That's a nightmare situation. Look, God, those single digits just hurt. All over One, two, three, four, five. Jesus Christ. Uh, that That's a shame. And on the week where nothing's happening for him. Oh, well, it's just now he's got nothing to distract him. He's just going to be thinking about this. No, I think, yeah. he, I think after this loss, he's officially over um, the Eagles and over fantasy football. So... Just keep an eye out for, for Psycho Paul if you see him. Uh, he might, like, leave in guys with bye weeks. So, you know, just give him a little – send him a little encouraging text. But Cole, we got we to gotta talk about Cole. 0-3 start. Do we? Do we have to talk about him? Nope. All right, moving on. Um, all right, right ready, on. ready for some trivia? Please. Okay. We have our back-to-back weeks where people got trivia, correct? Back-to-back. So we're going for three in a row, which has never been done 
And Not going to happen. Let's see what happens. Okay. It's a two-part question. Two first. Who scored the first touchdown of Super Bowl 52? And who scored the first touchdown of the Eagles season this year? 52 was Alshon. Okay. I like not not the slightest uh not the slightest clue. Well, tell me what was the uh Sanders, Miles Sanders. Tell me first tell me what was the Alshon play. Not not the slightest clue. He's the only guess I had. I was going to say Carson threw to somebody. I mean Carson, Nick Foles threw to somebody. He's the first wide receiver. Yeah, I it was that of. deep it was that deep ball in the back of the end zone. And what well, I'm sorry, I, you said Miles Sanders. That's the biggest guess of my life. That's a good guess. You know why? Miles. Because he didn't even make the trip. To DC for the game. <laughs> so that's a tough one. It was actually Zach Ertz. And I think he only had two catches that day. You're at, uh, I don't like uh, that. But yeah, Zach Ertz and then Dallas Goddard. And we had a field goal. Where did we play week one? 17 nothing. We went up and the Redskins scored 27 straight. Oh my Christ in heaven. Nightmare so, situation. So you got 50% right. One because of a good guess. The other guess was so bad. That we're probably just going <laughs> to call it a zero. But that's all right. We're not going to give you too hard of a time here. Um, let's keep this thing moving. We're going to, we're going to do some, you know how this works. We're going to do some power. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So I'll let, actually, you mind if I go first? Sure. All right. We're going to, I'll go first. I'll go first. Number one. I'll go first. I didn't even tell you what the category is yet. We're going to, we're going to power rank presidents whose first name starts with D. I'll go first. Dwight Eisenhower. Ridiculous. Um, I, I, mean, I don't know. I don't like this category. Well, you have to pick one. Um, give me a second. There, there's got to be another one before no, this I asshole. Look. I look. So you have Dwight the eyes now. Great. All right. So coming in dead last is Donald J. Trump again. Wow. Ladies. He's your. That's your first round pick. No, I said. Dead wow. Last. That is. Dead last. Okay. Okay, Dan Trollin's going to love that one, but I just am surprised. Okay, just kidding. For the real power rankings, I'll let you start. We're going to do, if you could, if you had a magical power to, you know, eliminate things from the world we live in. You know, you just do a wave of your wand, a snap of your finger, just done dumb, dumb with them. You say booze? That's so yeah, mean. I'm sorry. I would hate that. Um, I'll let you start uh, with number four. So give us your number four and why. Probably number four, and it's um, – I, I think people would ag- agree with this one uh, right off the bat is um, like mosquitoes and gnats. I- I'm doing a little combo action. Don't, don't hate me, but I'm doing like those small little effing bugs that ruin every bonfire, every time you're on the beach, outside, doing whatever. Just ruin – like the, can't do it. Hate the bug bites. Gnats and mosquitoes coming yeah. in, number four. It's like a minor inconvenience, but it's still it'll it'll – it can really change your mood when you're having a good time. I get that. Piss me off. Piss me off. All right, I'll, I'll go. My number four, I'm going to go with child slaves. Um, I just feel like it's such a, you know, it's such a hard thing to think about. Like kids getting ripped from their family. <laughs> what? No, you're fine. Ripped from their families and just being... I need you. I need the peanut gallery over there to quiet down. 
and being forced into, you know, slave labor and, and, and things like that. Um, I know bugs, I know bugs are annoying, but I would, I would start off with child slaves. All right. What's your number three? <laughs> I mean, I, I see where we're going and I'm not deterring. I'm going to go right with humidity. Show me some humidity, Andy. Living in a world with humidity is unbearable. Agreed. I'm Holy getting, shit. It's gone. And it's not even that bad where we live in PA. Like, imagine, like, living in, like, Dallas, Texas. Wouldn't do it. Wouldn't do it. Uh, so, and you, I feel like you, uh, I don't know if you sweat a lot, but you definitely don't do well with you, the sun. You know it. You, it. It's like I'm doing it for, not only for humanity's sake, but for my sake. Because once it's humid out, not only do I become irritable and complain all the time, I just start sweating and people, I start carrying on. No, no one wants to be around that. Yeah, that's a that's a very that's a very selfless a very selfless one. So Thank that's you. really nice. All right, my number three, I'm gonna go with sex trafficking, which is it's a little similar to my first one, but it just I think about how how convoluted it is now and how complex these plans are to take these kids and and again rip them from their families, innocent children, innocent you know young adults, and sell them into the uh, slave trade, the sex. Uh, industry where they're never to be seen again. They disappear off the face of the earth. Um, I know. What'd you say? How noble of you. What a a nice thing to get rid of. Well, yeah, no. And I mean, I do agree with humidity, but I feel like if I had the power to like eradicate something from the world, I feel like I would lean towards maybe something else before just being a little hot on a summer day. But I don't know. um, Honestly, have you ever known any of the people that have been caught in that hu- uh, that human trafficking yes. chain you have Ashton Kutcher he t- okay well he does stuff against it and the lead uh, character from Handmaid's Tale Andy I-, I don't know what you want me to do with that but All I'm right. just telling back you back to you I- I number two alright no three well we go four three two one alright just enough god damn it man alright so this one for the boys this is my life it- it's one mm. It's, it's, it, I get compared to them way too much and, I, and I, they make me sick and I'm, I'm, I'm tired of them extremely flamboyant gay people they're just out gone Like I like that well no I don't like that I like that for you <laughs> eliminating the gays I'm glad you're on board uh, us three me you and Mike Pence getting but rid of the gays what do no you problem. mean what do you mean uh, can you explain your answer? Like, do you, do you want to keep those people on earth, but then to not be flamboyant? Or do you want to just murder them all? All right, sorry, probably cut off there. I got a phone call, so it cut us off. But I was just getting, I was just getting done asking Nick if he wanted to murder all the flamboyant gays in the world or if he just wanted to change their personality. Now, probably pull a, a page out of Nick Visco's book and just probably like round them up and fence them in like a big spot in Texas. Okay, just so just them there. keep them keep them out of your life. Out, of, out and away from me. They give me a bad uh, bad name. I just, I, I don't appreciate it. That would be one fabulous concentration camp. <laughs> okay, my, I'll go with my number two. Um, I would go with, specifically in third world country, countries, um, starvation. Um, I, those commercials, you know, you see them, uh, with the arms of the angels, that song plays. And you see like these, these children and the, uh, these people, they're skin and bones. Um, cause they can't even afford to eat. They're just drinking water. Um, it, it's horrible. 
Um, I you mean, don't even know them. I, it's, it's getting a bit ridiculous. We're killing two birds. Me and you are killing two birds with one stone, though, because usually those kids are covered in flies and bugs. So if you get rid of all the flies and bugs and I feed them, maybe their, their quality of life is drastically improving. Um, and it just, you know, I, I, I think of my own life and I can get a, a three meals, three hot meals a day, you know, at my convenience. So or if you want them. Yeah, exactly. Um, and maybe even some snickities if I'm feeling some pippity pop or. There it is. <laughs> so uh, just, you know, uh, we take it for granted. There's some people out there who, who don't know when their next meal will be. So that would be I, my I, I, I think they're exaggerating, but let's carry on. All right. Now, your, your number one thing you would eradicate from this earth. Yeah, number one, without a question. Um, I mean, I, I, there is a question. I have an honorable mention. We'll save that for later if that gets in this little clip. But got to go with traffic, man. Sure traffic, work traffic. It, it's a nightmare. I, I, I don't think I've ever gotten so mad at people I've never met or will ever meet in my life. More because of traffic. It's, it's just a, it's a living nightmare. And it made you draft Aaron Rodgers in the first round. and I almost killed like 30 of my friends. You almost died. Um, well, was that wasn't really traffic. Life. That was just, hey, uh, just traffic. tweeting traffic and driving. <laughs> Scrolling Twitter and driving. But almost I guess there was a car. Out. There was a car stopped in front of us. So I guess it could be traffic. I would blame it on traffic. Yeah, I think of the Dennis Reynolds clip. Dude. What does he say? Like, <laughs> seize the gap. What does he say? Something like that. Excuse me, those people who wearing the headphones. Sorry for screaming in your ear, but that's a good one. Um, we haven't we haven't thought of well, some of us who have been working from home, we haven't really dealt with that that much lately. Uh, so it's going to be a real pain in the ass when we have to go back into you the know office. What? You know, it was great COVID uh, because of COVID uh, is the, great. The I lack agree. Of traffic. It was a, it was. I've never in my life gotten down to like Center City that fast it, it was just a dream come true like so if anything good came out of covid outside of like donald trump losing this upcoming election god willing the lack of traffic because of covid that was great hold on hold on i thought you said he's your you picked him number one over your first pick i prefaced and said very clearly and booze can check the tape if he wants to he he's not listening an hour. he's not listening god. I said he is then coming in dead last. It was Dwight Eisenhower and then him. Well, regardless, you had you picked him, you had, your first selection in the power rankings was Donald Trump. So whatever, we all have seen the Move tweets. On. We've seen the tweets. You flip flop more than Kamala Harris or whatever the fuck her name is. All right, my number one. I'm gonna Kamala. Kamala Harris. Kamala. Okay, that wasn't that far off. For someone who hasn't paid a. One second of attention to this entire election. Let me just tell you right now, if you call her Kamala out in public, people are calling you racist, booze included. Well, that's fine. People have called me worse for way less, so. Yeah. Well, All right, my number I'm one. Sorry. Can we talk about the war? Can we talk about the war, please? I'm going to go with just war. Um, and the reason I say that is I know it's it's unrealistic, um, but – it's a hypothetical anyway. Um, and just the fact that people, you know, they kill each other over political differences, religious differences. Um, it's just pretty horrifying. Uh, a lot of people in other countries are forced into military service. Um, I know that's happened in America in the past. And I just think obviously the world would be a much better place if, if war didn't exist. Traffic too, but I'm also war. I mean, am I allowed to say that I was asked to say, 
what pet peeves are you getting rid of? All right, so that was the power rankings. Let us know what you think. Nick, you said you had an honorable mention? Oh, uh, yeah, it was, um, uh, sorry. Uh, I kind of lost my mind after I was just made a fool of right there. Oh, it's bad takeout food. Bad That's takeout a- food is one of the things I would get rid of versus chases. Let me ask you something. When's the last time you had takeout and it was bad? I'm talking like anytime like your fries are all soggy okay. and not good. Yeah, or, it's or, like the, or rubbery wings or something like that. When you sit around for 20 minutes, finally decide on what you want, and then it, it takes 40 minutes to get there and it's cold. I'm paying for it. And then like on top of it, if I don't like it, I just throw it out. Fuck the kids who can't eat. Yeah, actually, take child slaves off my list and put on bad takeout. Thank you. Okay. Good, good, All right. Good, good, good. So that's our power rankings. Like we always say, uh, while you're listening, if you have any, show me human if you have any that you think we missed, or any comments on our lists, or anything you'd like to add, send it in the group. The discussions are always fun. But with that, we're gonna kick it over to Jesse for a quick Roper yes! recap, and then we will be right back with a segment. I might, I might throw in, I might throw in some. Derogatory things about Nikki L in between. We'll see. We'll see how I'm feeling. We will be right back. Welcome back to another edition of the Ropa Update. Preschool friends turned enemies as the labs took down the freaks this week. For once, it was the young hoe beating on Tyreek Hill and not the other way around. Maeve is still searching for her first win. Meanwhile, Sammy Sweetheart is searching the boardwalk for some DTF people to celebrate with. Cabs are here. What a perfect week for Rachel. Her birthday on Tuesday, wedding on Saturday, and of course, putting up 143 fantasy points for a much-needed win. That is, until Greg the Leg missed a chip shot to let Kyle Young and Kyler Murray escape the pocket with a one-point win. Fluff warned the league to not let her get hot, and now she's got two in a row. Look out, world, she's coming for that slap shot promotion. It didn't hurt that Jackie did have a season-low 64 points thanks to no offense, goose egg, and Ezekiel Elliott's fumbleitis. The NFC East is wide open, people. In the most anticipated matchup in Ropa history, the 4-1 Donkey Kongs made a statement smashing Carly and ending her four-game win streak. Derrick Henry dropped a 40-bomb, showing he can dare lick his own balls. Thank you. Uh, that's it from us. Back to you, Slapshot. All right, and we are back. Always nice hearing from the people over at Ropa. Uh, Nikki, you ready for your final segment? Wait. What? I said love it, can't wait. Oh, I didn't hear you. Um, so I, I try my best to, to keep the segments fresh for people, but yours has always been a fan favorite. Um, I had a few people ask me if, if the segment was returning. So I, des- I decided to run it back with uh, football player or porn star, male oh, porn boy. star, gay male porn star. Um, you've gotten better each year you've done this um, as you've gotten more intertwined with the, the gay world. Um, your two worlds colliding, porn and gay. So 
Let's see how you do. I'm, I'm expecting I'm expecting closer to 100%. Um, like I said, you're trending upwards. Uh, the, the one twist this year, rather than just taking like random people from each, I took – they've had to produce a fantasy point this season. All of these guys have, have. And to even help you out more, most of them have a touchdown. All but one have a touchdown. But they all have fantasy points this season. And the porn stars are all – on the top 30 earnings list for gay male porn stars in 2019. Yeah, real fast. If it wasn't for last week, uh, you could have said, what's his face, like Fulgrim or whatever his name is. I wouldn't have known a Philadelphia Eagle. That would have been a nightmare. Yeah, but you, I mean, you would have guessed football player, I would imagine. Why? Never heard of his name in my entire life. Yeah, but, well, I mean, all right, you ready to start? Let's go. All right, number one, Daddy Cream. Football player, NFL football player, or male gay male porn star? I'm going to have to go out on a limb and say gale, <laughs> gay male porn star. Correct. Not bad. All right, next, number two, Jared Scott. I'm going to have to – I'm just going to go back to back. GP – all right, that's just – Let's go, NFL. He's a gay male porn star. I knew it! All right. Number three, Billy Santoro. Uh, that is a porn star. That is correct. All right. Next up, we have Chad Beebe. That's an NFL player. Correct. Do you know what team? You don't have to. No. Minnesota Vikings. All right. Next up, we have Devin Duvernay. Devin Duvernay. NFL. NFL. He's the kick returner for the Ravens, rookie out of Texas University. Next up, we have Harrison Bryant. Harrison Bryant. Harrison Bryant. Daniel Bryant. All right, let's go. Gay. No, oh, he is the yeah. tight end, backup tight end for the Browns. That is incorrect. Next up, we have Alec Ingold. No, he scored the first ever touchdown for the Vegas Rams in their stadium in Vegas. I mean, Alec. I'm just calling him gay. I mean, he still could be gay. You can't be in the NFL and be gay, Nick. Well, I think we know that's not true. Yeah, no, I haven't actually. I haven't gone a day without thinking of Michael Sam since he was drafted and kissed his <laughs> twink versatile boyfriend on the TV. All right, next up, we have Girth Brooks. All right, come on, let's go with uh, porn. Yes, that was my favorite one, Girth Brooks. It's just like they're not even trying to hide it anymore. Up next, Joey Mills. NFL? No, he's a gay male porn star. Yeah, Mills is a was misleading. Well, pick that for a reason. And next, he he's known as a bit of a bad boy. It's Jesse James. Uh, uh, NFL. NFL. He's a backup tight end on the Lions with the Penn State University. And one more, we have Mister Not Too Slow, Johnny Rapid. Uh, porn. Yeah, that's porn. All right, let me tally up the final scores real quick. On football players, you went four out of five. 
Not bad. I and on the porn. male porn stars, you went four out of six. Yeah. What happened? You got to start watching more porn, man. I don't know, man. I Wait, no, you didn't get Alec Ingold right. You didn't. You got Alec Ingold wrong. So you went. Yes, I did. You went three. Check the tape. You went. Check the tape. You said gay. You went three out of five on NFL players and four. What are you oh. going? Have you? Do you still watch porn every day? Not, not a lot. How come? Too busy watching surgery? Yeah. I, I, I guess. I get it all yeah, I guess that does the trick for you, huh? You freak, <laughs> you dirty little man. All right, Nikki. Quick look ahead to next week. Let me see who you got, real quick. Do you know off the top of your head? Yeah. Doubt it. Oh my uh, God, you got booze. Oh, I did the, the matchup made in heaven. That is exciting to see. Uh, booze. Let's see here. Obviously, Miles Sanders out. Michael Thomas in for you. You got Evan Ingram going against the Eagles on Thursday. We'll see who you pick for quarterback, but very exciting. As far as the rest of the league next week, let me just take a look here. Obviously, we have the the part two of Andrew's guarantee. Um, a big matchup as a four-game winning streak with the Fabs is taking on a three-game winning streak with Wensylvania. And then we have uh, Chugs. Oh, boy. Chugs, probably the one of the highest-scoring teams in the league versus Psycho Pauly. Might, might have to bury him. And then that guy's got a nice projection right there. That projections mean nothing, though, so we'll see what happens. What do you mean rejection? I said it was projection. Oh, projection. Yeah, they don't mean shit. And then uh, Beefer and 50 Tyson. So another Gosh. another uh, another solid week for Slapshot Regatta. Uh, Psycho Polly is getting closer and closer to that relegation zone, so he needs, he needs a couple wins to get some breathing room because I do not think he will do too well in Ropa. He, I, I just imagine getting relegated and then just getting your ass handed to you by Maeve Sears. Like, what a nightmare. Well, she has yet to have a win. Oh, my God. She has not won a game yet. So she's got to keep trying, yeah. Maeve, if you made it this far, which God help you if you have. I hope, I hope none of the people listen other than the Ropa update, but... I fucking love the Ropa update. Jess, great job every week. We're so proud of you. She's not home. I was just saying, so when she's listening, because this is going to be... She doesn't listen. To the she, world. she doesn't listen to these. But, Nikki, thank you for coming on. You really did, you did much much better than you did last year. So, thank, thank God for God. that. Yeah, I wasn't in the car this year. But, all right. Good luck, everybody. Love you so much. All right. That's what I say. I love you guys. Look to the car wash. I have a better car than you. Because I'm fucking rich, rich, and you're a broke little bitch. Yup, 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 uh-huh, oh yeah, that's right. Do you know how rich my ass is? I have so many assets. I spent half my time setting up shell companies shielding from taxes.